comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome back. It is, we have missed you. I have missed you, Mike. All right. Excellent. Okay. Good to know that those feelings are reciprocated. 100%. Yes, absolutely. Of course, of course. Welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United. Uh, truth be told, we're getting a much later start than anticipated, and Mike has house guests. So I don't know how long this episode's going to go. We'll do the very best we can. And we're back, at least uh, for the time being, on YouTube. Uh, we've done a couple of uh, creator conversations. I have here these midweek drops. Uh, but Mike, it, it, the people on YouTube will be happy to see your face again. I don't know about that. I, I definitely enjoyed the, uh, um, the the creators you had on uh, Joe or Joey. I don't know what he goes by. Dodd. I call him Joe, but it was okay. weird to see him as Joey on there. So I went right. With that's, how, that, that's how I think it. And I forget, Justin, Justin Holmes, right? Holman. Holman. I was close. That's cool. I was thinking of a completely different name, too, but they yeah. were cool. And then you had on the guy from Full Tilt. Jason Copeland. Jason Copeland, which again should be Copeland the way it's spelled, but you know, I think if he spelled spelled it differently, like if he spelled it the way it sounds, yes, he would. He might be related to a WWE Hall of Famer, Adam Edge Adam. Copeland. Yes, so. who's still wrestling now? Still, which yes. is weird. Twenty five years. I, I just saw like right now they're celebrating twenty five years of Edge. So that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But, but we're not a wrestling podcast. We could no, be. No, we're not. Yeah. No, that's that's well, another show right here well, on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. Um, I wanted to jump in and say, hey, I'm Greg Mahachko, and this guy, nope, this guy over here is none other than the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. And Mike, it really is good to see you, buddy. I, same. same. I, we, we didn't get a chance to record last week because uh, you went out and had an awesome outing with uh, your nephews, mm-hmm. and, and I... Uh, was at home, um, yeah. but then, then the week before, I was out of town. Oh, that's right, yeah. So we're, it really has been a few weeks since we got together. Ooh. So we've got a lot to catch up on, and we'll do it as quickly as we can. Yes. Um, before we, well, we're going to talk about some things we've read in the downtime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like let's just go ahead and jump right into it, since I, I'm pretty sure doing my math here maybe not um i think we've recorded since i saw uh spider-man across the spider-verse but we have not recorded since you've seen spider-man across the spider-verse so what did you think mike and i just saw that last night i think it was was last night wednesday night Wednesday night, I think. Wednesday night, yeah. Oh, I thought it was amazing. I, I thought it was one of the best uh, superhero movies I've seen so far. Hmm. Um, the especially this this year. Um, the end can't can't really spoil the, the ending. I, I knew the ending was coming. I'll, I'll put it that way. But I didn't remember that the ending was coming until about there was maybe ten minutes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is that the ending that I talked about? Where like yeah yeah yeah. 
and I, and I and I had read about it and everything. You know, it's it's hard not to have things spoiled. But no, I I, I was thinking about it and I was like, this is going to be. And actually, I think it is some people's Miles Morales, even if there's going to be a live action, which I hope there's a live action eventually. Like as I was watching those, I, I thought to myself, I could really see a live action Miles Morales movie. I want to see a live at action um, Spider Gwen movie. You know, even Spider Man ninety nine twenty ninety nine twenty ninety nine. That's what I was like. Miguel O'Hara, yes, yeah, I believe so. Well, you, by the way, voiced. I don't know if you know, voiced by your favorite uh, actor. I did uh, see that it was Oscar Isaac's, which means that it could have been better. That's the best. And it honestly is the best I've, I've seen so far. I, I really, t- in fact, um, before this, we were watching, uh, we're going to rewatch Into the Spider Verse downstairs. Mm-hmm. So, or at least I was watching Into the Spider Verse. Nolan was watching Into the Spider Verse. Eddie was sitting there on his uh, Switch. So, whatever helps, you know. Hey, kids. Yeah. Oh, and we made Oreo milkshakes too. Nice. Yes. We had Which, Pizza Hut. Uh, we had Casey's Pizza. Crazy. And I'll yes. tell you what, uh, I, we don't do Pizza Hut too often. Right. As, as you know, the Pizza Hut that is closest to us and, and was very close to where you used to live mm-hmm. is hot garbage. Okay. Understandable. We have to do carry out from the Pizza Hut that's all the way across town. Um, but we did it. Picked it up and brought it home. And uh, the breadsticks are fire, as the kids would say. Good, good. Everybody, everybody loved the breadstick. So, All right. Sorry, back to I don't know. We kind of got sidetracked there. Back to across the Spider Verse. Yeah, um, yeah. you, you, one thing I and I, I got to tell my my nephews this too. Uh, do you know when the next one comes out? I know when it was supposed to come out. Yeah, as as of, of course, if there's not delays and everything, but it's uh, March. I want to say 29th, 2024. So then, we, we, oh, good. I was gonna say, but you sent me a link today. Mm-hmm saying that due to production issues basically like there's no way we can meet that deadline yeah yeah it's but it but i I don't hopefully it's not that far past it because like when we left the theater of course we're like okay when's the next one and we were thinking like oh it's gonna be three years or whatever and i was like you know honestly guys three years isn't that long really as far as movies go you know like you you easily wait three years between movies, the sequels, you know. Just put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. Three years from now, Eddie's going to be driving. Uh, will he be? I don't know. I was guessing. Oh, uh, Dean will be driving. I think. Fine. I think. Sorry, I don't know your nephew's names I, and ages I like I should. I don't know their ages. I think I want to guess Eddie's eleven. That reminds me, I got to get a birthday card in the mail tomorrow. Oh, whose birthday? Uh, my best friend's wife. Okay, excellent. So, it was funny. I just saw him a couple weeks ago. Forgot his birthday on June first. So, Shame. Did, didn't even realize it till we were pulling up in their driveway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like a week yeah. a week later. So, um, yeah, it, my wife had the same thought when when the movie ended very abruptly, and it says to be continued March. 2024 you know yeah. you you have a better idea of the specific day she's like that's some crap <laughs> i was like yeah honey i'm sorry yeah but still still great movie i mean i don't get look sony can do great animated spider-man movies but 
you know. No, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, that's not the only movie you saw in the in the time off, Mike. Yes, agreed. I, well, You're not allowed to spoil because I I haven't seen it yet. Right. But you went and saw the Flash. The Flash. Yes, I definitely did. It's good. It is not the greatest superhero movie like James Gunn was trying to say or that apparently Tom Cruise had tweeted out allegedly. It was it was fine. It wasn't bad at all. It was just okay. Um, they had uh, the Sasha Calais. I'm going to pronounce it like that. The girl that played uh, Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, without spoiling anything, there there was like, I know, a 15-minute thing that I, I think they could have, like, ex- they could have used that and it made a Supergirl movie out of this portion. They're just, I guess okay. she was really, really, really good. Um, this, yeah, some of the CG, some of the CG was like, meh. Now, it didn't take me out of the movie necessarily. And uh, Andy Muschietti, the director, said it was supposed to be that way, which people are like, okay, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like he was, he was saying like it's because you're seeing it through, uh, you know, the Flash's eyes or whatever. It's supposed to be warped and everything, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, There was one like the way they portrayed his speed in like the very beginning was Mm -hmm. really good. I thought. Uh, and all, and this isn't one of the things as it was in the trailers, but obviously you have two different versions of Barry, and right. one is fine, and the other one is one of the most annoying characters ever. Like, okay, like you know that for, for me and you, obviously, if you know, if I were to be like, hey, you know, what's the most annoying sound of the world? You know, you you would know that you would have a sound in your head from right, you know, right, right. Now that sound, if I'm gonna see if I can recreate it, it's gonna be <laughs> Yeah. That's it was that annoying. Uh but yeah, it was it was fine overall, you know. Yeah. Like I said, I uh, I, I know that uh, our my end of the year um re- re- review or whatever is gonna be off. Because I had I had I had Spider I know no, no, I had the Flash as my most int- anticipated I know that right and right now there's I know at least probably at least two other like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three oh that, that's what I was thinking too they um, James Gunn had said that this is going to be the greatest superhero movie and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three was better okay so well I have not yet yet had the chance I thought I might be able to sneak away today. Didn't quite happen. So apologies to uh, everybody that I let down. The masses, because I know I did. Um, but I'll get there eventually. That's my promise to you, Mike. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. because I want to know what you think. Because you you said you liked Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 better than Across the Spider-Verse. It was like 1A, 1B. Yeah, that's understandable. That's understandable. Yeah. And, and the reason being is I have more emotional attachment to the Guardians characters. Yeah. Like I've been on 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 more like I understand Miles Morales like story arc. Right. In in into the Spider-Verse. Uh and and obviously more, you know, in across the Spider-Verse, but but like none like those movies didn't make me feel like the end of 
uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two did. You That's know, fair. and 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 that carried over because you get so much depth and character work with uh, Rocket in in Volume Three. So, you know, like it wasn't perfect. It wasn't the strongest of the three, but I really did enjoy GOTG three. That's right. Got got give the three. Got give got give three. Yep. So uh so you've watched movies. Mm-hmm. I've watched a little bit of TV. What have you watched on TV? Well, I found a new show through like the reels on Facebook. Okay. And and one of the reels, you know, like you get into the comments and like people it's one of those, oh, here's a clip, but it doesn't tell you anything about the show. <laughs> yeah. And so like the comments, I went to the comments and uh it's a show that is or was on CW and it's basically it's a it's a crime procedural called Deception. Okay. And and what it is is there's in the first episode uh there there's a magician who very like at the beginning of the show does he's in Vegas and he does this big uh trick and uh, you know he's he's world famous illusionist. Uh does this big trick and like he's not in Vegas anymore. He's in New York. Oh no. And and after the show like you know, picks up a girl or a girl picks him up and then there's a car wreck and then she's dead on the street, bloodied up. And he's like, whoa, but it's not her. It's a different woman and it's not him. It's his twin brother. So his brother gets arrested for like manslaughter, you know, something right. like that. And the, the one woman that picked him up disappears and it's all a big so it's been some fun because he he uses basically uh, illusion tricks to help the FBI, you know, solve cases. And then the the bigger picture is trying to find the woman who framed his brother and get him out of jail, type of thing. So it sounds good, but it also sounds like that would be like what an SNL skit would be. Like we're gonna combine CSI with magic. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh it's free on the CW app. Okay. Um, and yeah, like I said, we've been that was the show that we were watching uh before we started recording tonight. Nice. And another show that I've been well, um Secret Invasion. Okay, I was came gonna ask out. did you, did you um, see the first episode? I did. Okay, same, same. And it was fine. Yeah. Uh, big surprise uh ending that I ending, wasn't yeah prepared for right uh from the standpoint of uh like i I don't know just that's not one of the characters that i expected the mcu to lose right that's all i'm gonna say like people who you know people who want to know can certainly find out um and then i'm trying to find here we go trying to find a good picture to share with the good people um here we go perfect all right hang on to your Lug nuts, it's time for an overhaul. Uh, this is a show that I had kind of earmarked on Hulu for a long time, but never actually watched. And then you said, hey, have you ever heard of this show? Mm-hmm. And I said, I've got it on the watch list, but I've not started. You're like, you should. It's very, I believe you said bingeable. Probably. And you're not wrong. It's very enjoyable. And the second season dropped in its entirety uh, a day or two back. And oh, yes. for the for the people watching this uh, uh, on YouTube, it is the bear. 
Now, yes. people are going to look at that and say, none of that makes any sense, Greg. There's no bears. Uh, it is about the uh, a chef, a top-notch chef, who basically, and, and I was trying to uh, explain this to, to someone else uh, earlier this week, who gets called back home to Chicago after his brother passes away to essentially take over like the little beef uh, sandwich diner yeah. type of place. But he's a, you know, he's, he's a, a five-star Michelin chef and he's kind of worried. So it's a lot about that kitchen dynamic. I think at one point I looked on there and I thought I said that it was a comedy and I was watching like, this is not a comedy. No, <laughs> it's still a very enjoyable show. It's just not a comedy. Um, so I, I, Real, realistically breeze through the first season. I'm a couple episodes into season two of the bear on Hulu. Um, it's an FX presentation. Very, very enjoyable. Yeah. I think I'm on episode five right now of the second season. Okay. I, I really liked the the first season and, and yeah, it's like I told you, it's very bingeable. Only thing I didn't like about it. And this is if you, if you haven't seen the season one yet, you should, you know, I don't fast forward or whatever, close your ears. The only thing I didn't like about season one um, <laughs> ending was uh, them just finding the money. I thought I thought that was too just like really, like you couldn't have had it to where the the system works all of a sudden because they were trying to do like a to go system and it had messed up. I would have much rather all of a sudden you know they they figure out oh there's a there's a glitch in it or hey we figured out how to do it because it's because then it's them working hard overcoming yeah yeah overcoming rather than just like oh here's a lottery ticket on the ground oh now now we have no troubles you know it's like that's the only thing i didn't like oh and uh the the guy that plays marcus uh he was completely in the wrong completely in the wrong he uh marks um look at the the baker like the cake guy the cake guy yes yeah okay because they're they're trying they're they're everything is hectic in that kitchen and you know it, it's got to like go 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 and he's sitting there like oh i'm hold on i'm gonna stir my my cake real quick and let me go over here no no you you should have fired him no <laughs> i i with the arc mm-hmm. i'm i'm glad it had the resolution that it did but yeah in that first season i really thought that bear should have fired tina like she oh, yeah, was, yeah. she was just mm-hmm. completely like like sabotaging the entire operation. Um, yeah. and and I thought she should have been 86th. Now a couple episodes into season 2 and not only is she still there, her attitude mm-hmm. and mindset has completely Changed. flipped mm-hmm. and she's a real asset uh to to the restaurant. So, um, yeah. if you're like if you're like guys, this has there's not a single cape on that show. No, but there's some cape Brins, some aprons. Um, sorry, that was bad. Yeah. Um, you tried, but but uh, we really enjoy the bear. And, and you know, as far as the uh, the picks and, and recommendations, look if you if you listen to us about other things, you'll probably enjoy the bear too. So, yeah, agreed. Um, I, I tell you what, I've been largely because of the Talkville podcast. Mm-hmm. I started going and watching Smallville again. Okay. Now How's it, it got it yeah. got to the point where I was only a couple episodes into Smallville while like Talkville's like mm-hmm. yeah. end of the first season into second season, and then I not only caught up, I've I'm on season four of Smallville. 
right now and like on talkville i'm towards the end of season two <laughs> uh so i you know i i forget how much i enjoyed that show uh however i'll say this with the benefit of the talkville podcast and that lex uh luther michael rosenbaum perspective i kind of look at clark in a new light because he like comes busting into the mansion all the time and, yeah. and uh in in very like accusatory tones i'm like not your house yeah <laughs> you're a high school kid let's pump the brakes on being a dick <laughs> i saw uh, a clip of when they were talking about when he took red kryptonite mm-hmm. and he takes off in the motorcycle and they and I, when they and they showed the video too and like you can clearly see that he's going really slow it's also it's, not him it's a stuntman well yeah of course i knew figure that but um like you could, because you can see the yellow lines, and you could see how slowly it's going by up. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's yeah. the badass uh, Clark Kent. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I watched that's really jumped out. Uh, since it since HBO Max is no longer, and it's now Max, and they have Food Network and Animal Planet and and Discovery things like that. Uh, my oldest and I in the mornings we've gone back and we've been watching Unwrapped. Okay, you remember Unwrapped? Not at all. On Food Network, you remember Double Dare and like uh, yes, uh, on uh, on Nickelodeon. Well, Mark Summers was the host of that. Mark Summers hosted Unwrapped, and basically it was like a little behind the scenes of we'll tell you how candy bars are made or cereal or oh, chips okay. or ice cream or you know of course all times cookies. We were. Uh, watching the episode on cookies and they had a little sub you know segment in there about cookie um cookie jars mm-hmm. i don't remember what exactly they're called and they met they had a camera crew come to find out like uh we were at the annual cookie jar uh convention and, and auction in belleville illinois now grant this was every bit of 20 years ago oh true yeah yeah um but they had you know the, the, the thousands of cookie jars uh from common to rare and and i'm watching this and they talk to the organizer now the only reason i'm saying this is because i have a cookie jar in my cabinet that has been on tv oh it is a it's a marvin the martian cookie jar where the jar itself is like earth and right. the, the lid is Marvin in his flying saucer. Oh, okay. Now I acquired this a couple of years ago. Um, you know what I do. I work mm-hmm. in the insurance field and I went to meet with a widow, new widow uh, to do the paperwork to, because her husband had passed away and her husband was the cookie jar guy. And she had, you know, it's just cookie jars all over the place. And we just got talking about that. And she said, oh, yeah, he used to, you know, have these shows all the time there at the fairgrounds. And she never told me that Food Network had ever come out. Right, right. Um, I said, well, these are these are really mar- remarkable. And uh, she said, well, which one do you like? I was like, you know, I don't know. I said, this Marvin the Martian one called me. She's like, here, you can have it. I was like. No, I can't. She's like, oh, she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with all these. Super nice lady, you know, yeah. older. She's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with all these. Please, you'll be helping me out by taking one with you. I said, okay, well, thank you. know, Thank you so much. Uh, and so, so as Garrett and I are watching Unwrapped and I see it, I said, 
buddy, time out. Hold on. Let's rewind. <laughs> and I told him that he's like, whoa, you know, he thought that was the coolest thing. Okay. I said, I said, what? I said, you know, man, what can I give you for this? And she says, she said, not a thing. She said, just, just to be as generous uh, with your time with other people as you have been with me. I said, I'll do my best. So, <laughs> like to think I made her proud. Um, uh, drive by her street, you know. Sometimes I, I drove by tonight. I said, I ought, ought to, you know, make a point to pop in there sometime and just visit with her for a few minutes. So, yeah. So, it's, it, my business is all about relation with people and. uh you know, that's a fun little story to tell. So nice. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, we've talked a little bit about what we've read. I'm sorry, about what we've watched. Mm-hmm. Let's turn the page, literally, and uh, talk about what we have read. Mike, I'll let you go first. So I one of the first ones I read was Becoming Swamp Thing. It's one I had picked up at Heroic Adventures in Edwardsville or Glen Carbon. They're basically the same place to me. But uh, this is uh, when a, a new guy, Levi Kamai, becomes the Swamp Thing, written by Ram V, who's one, one of my favorite writers. I say that, but then I always blank out, and I can't remember what other stuff I've read from him. But I know I've read other stuff from him. A, a Justice League Dark, I believe, actually. Uh, this is, it was a good one. I, there wasn't that much change between you know, like this other Swamp Thing I had read, except this guy's Indian, and that was about it. I mean, he still has like the same powers and everything. There wasn't, you know. Granted, I only read one of them, so maybe if I if I read more, it it there's a differentiation between it, or maybe there doesn't have to be. Who knows? Do you feel like the character of Swamp Thing, because he can do anything plant related, mm-hmm. do you think that his that he's a little like limited? But I mean, like he he could do everything, and also like that's all he can do like he can't fly he can't you know no but he can do a lot i mean if you think uh, just any what they call it the green you know he has his right. own world he goes into um and in fact uh at they had near the end of this there was like you know how they do like a separate story or you know show you yeah. something different as well there's apparently a whole swamp thing family as well that he i don't know if he created them or what what happens but yeah. Did did you ever end up watching the finales of uh, Titans? No. Mm-mm. So in that Beast Boy, I think he goes into it, uh, the green might be the it's it's the color. Okay. Uh, but that's where he, you know, like really learned how to hone his powers. He, I think, teleported from one part of the world to another because of the green. So I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. No, it's one thing is it is pretty powerful. True. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he's you know practically godlike yeah yeah so i read that one and then lowercase the, uh, g lowercase yeah. g either one uh i read that one and then the other one i read is one that you had given me or let me borrow which is lock and key the golden age which i was I, telling you i think i like this one better than the original lock and key, which you've talked about it before on here uh this is kind of like a prequel to lock and key but this one involves um uh, Etrigan and the Sandman and some other people that you would might know from the Sandman. Which book. this is, if I remember correctly, I'm, I'm trying to write, not image, but Dark Horse? Top uh, Cow Boom Studios? IDW? IDW. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that they were able to work out those uh, partnerships because DC owns Sandman and, and Etrigan, of course. 
Um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a period piece. And for whatever reason, like, look, going into the future is always, I mean, I, I don't know. It, I think, I think stories told in the past are more, sometimes more interesting than stories told in the future because they have, I think, maybe more defined parameters, which yep. is why I really enjoyed uh, Rough Riders uh, mm. because it's like these are real people. And, uh, you know, like they have to, that you, you can't have, maybe that was one of my issues with Abraham uh, Lincoln Vampire Slayer is like, especially in the movie, like he's sitting there in 2013 in a bar somewhere, you know, and he's got fangs now because he got saved by his buddy. It's like, mm, come on. It'd have been more interesting if he'd have just been, you know, if, if history would have followed natural like he, killed all the vampires and then John Wilkes Booth, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's how it ends. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only two I've, I've been reading. I know you had, but you did acquire another one. Did you not? Oh yeah. I did. I I got that one a while back. The grim issue 10, which I still haven't read yet, Um, but it would, it's going to take me like 10 seconds to read. And I mean that in a good way. That's how like, it's it's quick. It's, it is. It's a page yeah. turner. It yeah. is a page turner. Well, uh, in the order of things that I read, um, I have a couple on this list that you know one I did complete, and and one that I've started. Those are two that I, I have on loan from you, but one that I actually purchased last time I was in Twilight Comics, once in Illinois, was the Amazing Spider-Man Spider Verse. Now this is. This is not a spoiler. This story's, I don't know, 10, 12 years old, something like that. Uh, or 20, I don't know, whatever. It's it's not a brand new, like, just hit shelves yesterday. This is not the same Spider-Verse that we have at the theater right now. Although, as you can see here, those who are uh, looking, a lot of the same faces. You have Miles Morales. You have uh, Spider-Ham. Uh, you have uh, Ghost Spider or, or Gwen Stacy. You have um, Spider Punk. You have, I don't think, do they have Superior Spider Man in the movie? I can't remember. Uh, Otto a, Octavius? They have a ton of them. So they might yeah. probably, yeah. Somewhere in there. Um, and then, but they do have in, in Spider Man, the book, uh, or Spider Verse, the book. Uh, the the six one six version of um, Peter Parker's not dead, so in fact he's called he's considered like the leader of them all, like the the best of them all, something like that. So, um, but they are going against a a family that is out to destroy the all all the spiders and and with in in destroying them become like more immortal than they already are. So really enjoyed that. Um, was not a fast read per se was, was good read. And, and I, I went through it, but, but it was, it was thorough. Like I, I just you know, really took my time and savored it. Uh, and then another one that I read and I, I don't know, it's uh, this next one here. It was a fine book, but I wouldn't put it as like in, in my, in my favors for this character, but it was Batman damned. Yeah, I would I would agree with you there. And I I remember wanting to get that one because of Bermejo, the um, Lee Bermejo, I believe it is, because I really liked his art. But did, correct me if I'm wrong. Did he he 
do the Batman Noel. Yes. And I believe I know Brian Azzarello wrote the the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Bermejo did the art as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, beautiful book. Mm-hmm. I just did. I had issues with like the um, you know, tampering with like the uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I felt like the way the book was laid out sometimes was hard to follow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, like I'm I'm used to like traditional frames and and like not necessarily dialogue boxes, but like boxes that set the scene rather than like free free floating. Uh, words so again it's it's a fine book mm-hmm. i just wouldn't put it in my favorite batman stories same and then the one that i'm i have started i i think i'm through the christmas stories now or the holiday stories mm-hmm. is john constantine hellblazer regeneration yes hellblazer. which i believe this predates new 52 i think so yeah yeah i'm almost almost positive this is uh, for for those of you who are watching this. It's not. I mean, it's it's like look. There are bigger books, yes, but it's not. It's nothing to sniff. You know, sniff no. at. Let's see. Um, beginning of the books where I'm going to find the information I'm after. You might. Who knows? Originally published in single magazine form in Hellblazer two fifty to two sixty in Hellblazer special uh, from oh eight oh nine. So yeah, predates yeah. new fifty two. There are almost 400 pages in this bad boy, Mike. I I remember thinking like because I when I started reading, I was like, oh, this is, this is going to take me a while. But if, for for me, it, it didn't take too long, just simply because I didn't want to put it down. Uh, I, I really like help. I really like Constantine. I think I feel like I've I've gotten through like the, like I said those like kind of holiday short stories. Mm-hmm. So I think you know pretty soon I'll be getting into the uh, the meat, the yeah, meat oh, yeah. of it, mate. Yeah. All right, uh, Mike, shall we bounce to some news? I mean, we've got a couple weeks' worth of news to get caught up on. Yeah, we, we, we can fly. I mean, some, some of them we can fly through because I agree. If, if news is more than a week old, people don't really care. True. If, if news is more than a day old, people don't really care. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we do have to go back. Gosh shameful how far back we have to go for some of this stuff that just shows how long it's been since we got together and again mike i've missed you so much um at the beginning of june (laughs) just three weeks ago uh a former nfl linebacker offered half a million dollars for a uh one of one print from magic the gatherings uh new uh lord of the rings line and it's the the one ring it's a, a one of one card now i got some uh, inside scoop on this maybe it's inside it's new to me um i was at twilight last time i was at twilight comic swansea illinois i asked tim i said tim um is that like the only one ring card that they're making he's like no he's like they'll have non-numbered ones that you can you know have and play and i said he's a but there's only going to be this one of this particular art and it's going to be the one of one i said oh okay well at the beginning of June, the price on this uh, that the former linebacker was offering was half a million dollars. I've seen now where like someone in Spain has offered two million, two million for a car. I was like, I need to find that card, Mike. I'm guessing that card is probably pretty rare. 
Well, it's yeah. one of one. Yeah, and I don't have any Pokemon cards. It was boy, it was Pokemon or Magic the Gathering? Magic the Gathering. Oh, but if you found a Pokemon one, that would be even rarer because they didn't even make it. Right. <laughs> you know? I'll just, uh, you know, Garrett likes Pokemon cards, so I'll just be like, buddy, just take a little piece of paper and, uh, you know, trace around like the, the size of one of your cards, draw a circle in there for the one ring, put right. zero, zero, 001 of zero, zero, 001, and we'll see what we can get for it. <laughs> I guess when people have a lot of money, they can do stuff like that. I, I, I'm that's well out of my price range. Well, yes. let me, let me refer, not the pack of cards is not out of my price range. Paying an obscene amount for one card is out of my price range. Yeah, I have a feeling they know what pack it's into. Like, you mean the magic people? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and look, we there's been a lot around the internet going on uh, around this week about like people with too much money and what they can do with it. Um, I don't really want to, you know, like dive into those waters that was bad i apologize <laughs> uh, no, that was actually really good that was funny <laughs> thank you thank you um look mike as we are recording this it is late but it is still technically june 23rd which means we're exactly two months away from ahsoka arriving on disney plus uh ahsoka arrives august 23rd we got that announcement again two plus weeks ago yes yes indeed have, have you uh watched any of star wars rebels yet uh I've, I've seen like an episode of it i think if you and maybe the, i think i once sent you a, a list like, mm-hmm. like yeah. the the clone war or yeah the clone war series like the main episodes to watch yeah, yeah maybe there's something like that for rebels as well but maybe a little a little lead-in because i know that they are pulling characters from rebels mm-hmm. uh into this live action version so i'm i'm excited like sabine wren and and uh hera so um be, be a lot of fun there. Oh, yeah. On the not-so-fortunate news uh, side, we learned, again, two-ish weeks ago, uh, that the movie planned for Community has been postponed due to the writer's strike. Yeah. there's. You know what? I also heard that there's, gonna, there's potentially going to be an actor's strike happening soon as well as a writer's strike, so... That's going to be interesting. But yeah, a community movie, I'll believe it happens when it's in theaters. Or, when you're watching it? Yeah, when I'm actually watching it. I don't yeah. think it's going to be in theaters. It'll be streaming somewhere. Peacock, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, I heard one of the other podcasts I listened to, and I think it was, might have been Hollywood Babylon, because I know Kevin Smith was out um, you know, picketing and whatnot, but they said, you can do things without writers, you know, or, you know, completed projects that, that are, and you can even do things without some actors. He's like, the one that, that really need to step up is the director's guild. Because the director, you can't do anything without a director. So it's like, oh, okay, good point, I guess. I feel like they could just set a camera up. <laughs> but know. we're, I, th- I think the one, like, not, not one downside, um, but one of the, regrettable um, side effects of these writer strikes is that we just get more crap reality TV. Yep. I could do yeah. without that. And there's plenty of that. I mean, I don't watch any of it, but I, you know, I've seen, I see clips all the time. Speaking of things that you see, did you ever watch squid game? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Season two's coming, Mike. I know they got new cast or some, new, some new people, some, some new, some, new, some olds. I feel like they'd have to have because they killed off about everybody else in the show. Yeah, maybe they like come you, back as ghosts, though. I don't think it's that kind of show. You know, I mean, come on. Would it would it surprise you at all? At the least, if Squid Games two 
everybody's back. But if they died in the first season, they were just simply ghosts. What was I watching? Oh crap! Oh, okay. So in in, in since the last time we got together, I watched Avatar: The Way of Water, and like they brought back Sigourney Weaver, not necessarily her character, but you know, like the daughter. And they brought back um, oh, I'm gonna get his name wrong because I don't know it. Uh, the the bad guy, like the the bad general. Uh, yeah. And then they brought him back, and he's like a, a blue cat now. And I was like, like it's almost as bad as a comic book. Nobody stays dead anymore, nope. you know. So, um, did you ever watch the first Avatar? No. <laughs> okay. It never, it never interested me at all. Right. I was always curious, just by you know, like, okay, well, let's see what does the world look like that James Cameron wanted to create, and and to that extent, he created a beautiful world like pandora is beautiful my one regret as you know uh, a few months ago the family was down in disney world and we went to animal kingdom but we completely like forgot like we were we were so focused on oh there's the tree of life and oh let's go on the safari and see the real animals and stuff like we never made that hard left to go to pandora oh where i heard that like one of the best roller coasters is over in that pandora so i never saw the 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 like the islands of Avalon or whatever the hell they're called, you know, the floating islands never saw any of that, which I think the kids would have really got a kick out of completely. always oh, kick it myself. So yeah. Garrett's always like, all right, like, can we go back? I'm like, not till your brothers don't need naps. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> because that killed the, the momentum. Um. All right. So uh, with that, let's move on. Uh, we have some delays in Disney and Marvel. Don't know if you were uh, aware of that yes of course okay, well actually we have delays but one movie moved up tell me more tell me more uh deadpool 3 is going to be coming out six months earlier now don't know if that's a good thing or not what, but, what what's your take on this deadpool 3 situation under the umbrella of disney I don't know much about the situation. Like, as far as I mean, like, like, do you think that they're going to modify the tone at all? Apparently, it's still going to be rated R. Okay. Yeah, that's that's last I heard on it was still going to be rated R. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we know, you know, good old Hubert Jackman is in there. And a lot of the other cast um, from the... First and second Deadpool, except for um, Sazi or Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. She's Domino's not coming back. That's she tweeted something out saying that she's she's not in it. Oh, you know that's, that's sad. Yeah, I you know what? Here, here's the thing. I think they can still like keep that separation by having it under the 20th Century Fox imprint. But what I would really like for them to do is to bring back that 20th Century Fox imprint and fanfare ahead of like the star wars movies sure yeah i think I mean, it, doesn't, thing... it doesn't affect the movies per se but it's just i you know i grew up on that and then it goes screen goes black 
a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And then the Star Wars fanfare. Yes. Pay, pay I hope works. everybody appreciated what I just did for them. I'm, I'm sure they did. I know for Deadpool 3, I'm trying to think. Oh, like I said, it, yeah, it's coming out six months earlier now. But I think that's because everything else got pushed and I and they had to fill in a slot. Like, that's what I'm worried about. I'm, I'm worried that it's not going to be as good as it could be. But they go, well, we have this slot. We got to put something in there. So, you know, Deadpool 3, it's, it's already written. We'll, we'll film it. And we'll just throw it in there. Yeah, that, that's what I'm worried about. So Deadpool 3 uh, moves up to May 3rd of 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kang Dynasty delayed to uh, I'm, I'm apparently doing this in absolute reverse order. I'll try not to. All right, let's let's start at the beginning. Uh, Captain America Brave New World instead of New World Order has been pushed from May 3rd to July 24th, 2024. Thunderbolts uh, from July to December 20th of 2024. Uh, Fantastic Four reboot moves from February to May of 2025. Blade, which I th- heard that like this one might have actually been technically suspended again, but uh, is pushed back to uh, February 14th, 2025. And then the Avengers movies, Avengers King Dynasty, delayed to May 1st of 2026. And Secret Wars now slated for May 7th of 2027. Now, one thing we didn't talk about since we've been off is the name change of Captain America's movie that happened out of the blue too? Like there was no. All of a sudden, it was just like you just read in an article like Captain America: Brave New World, blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. Do you think that that uh, has to do with Vince McMahon? How you know what? It, I actually you know it's, it, that's kind of funny, but or I guess I maybe like, like the Endeavor ownership group now that owns WWE. It honestly wouldn't surprise me if it wouldn't. It'd be like a petty out there that yeah. Now, do you remember uh, reading Brave New World in high school? No, it sounds familiar though. It's by uh, Aldous Huxley. That name also sounds familiar. And was written in 1931, published in 1932. Those Uh, years sound familiar. (laughs) Like those are definitely words I've or years Mm -hmm. I've heard of. and it is mainly about uh, a futuristic society called the world state that revolves around science and efficiency uh, in this society. Emotions and indiv- individuality are conditioned out of children at a young age. And there are no lasting relationships because everyone belongs to everyone else. Uh, th- th- none of that sounded familiar to me. No. I'm looking um, at images and it's, I, I did, did we have to read it? Was everybody like, like was it a class that everybody had to read? Yeah, we, we read it in school. Okay. Um, um, let's see here. I'm trying to figure out. Oh, where are you, you bitch? Like, uh, a baby world sounds familiar. Like, everything except for the plot of it <laughs> sounded familiar to me. I'm trying to figure like there. Where's the condensed version of the plot? And I don't. Like I said, I remember reading it. I, in fact, I may actually have still a copy of it like because they just gave us books and i don't know if we had to return them um or maybe we were supposed to and i never did They're probably waiting on you oh no i'm gonna have such a late fee at the public school um but anyway uh yeah brave new world now go with that i suppose yes uh i don't really have a whole lot to say about this next topic but apparently in the batman part two 
they're looking at a couple different actors uh, who could play Harvey Dent slash Two-Face. And those actors being Joel Edgerton, who you highlighted in our last episode because he was in the movie Warrior. Yes. And uh, the other one that they're kicking around is Josh Hartnett, who I don't feel like is done a whole lot in the last few years in, in the last couple of decades he hasn't done much that's fair but Although i heard he was in um uh a show like a victorian era show probably yeah penny something pennyworth penny no penny dreadful penny i don't Parker. think that i don't think uh Penny, Wait, stop, stop. Penny Dreadful. You're right. Did you guess that? Uh, yes, I guessed it. I, okay. I mean, he's been he's been a couple things, just not anything that I've heard of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good for you guys. May one of you get the job, I suppose. I also heard that they're thinking about doing Clayface as well, which interesting. See, I. I you can't like constantly say, "Oh, the thing that makes Batman the best is he's got such the great rogues gallery," and then have the same three villains yeah, all the time. Exactly. Uh, we've seen Joker in every iteration. Yep. We've seen Riddler now in two. Two. And we're talking live action. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You've seen um, Two Face and two. Hmm. Uh, you've Penguin. seen boy. Penguin, uh, Penguin was in the Batman. That was Colin Farrell, remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I did because he didn't play that huge of a role yet. Like he, right. he hadn't become the Penguin that yeah, we know yeah. of. Uh, but you're right, the Penguin. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, we've only seen once. Right. Uh, Ra's al Ghul, we've seen once. But like, yeah, like get something that's gonna dare you know it, it, no pun intended but like break the mold like a clay yep. face you know clay face be, because you have that that mystery factor of like he can be anybody right so um it'd be interesting I'm, I'm here for it yeah. uh now as we get into things that are uh, much more recent in news earlier this week we got a trailer and i heard it was leaked mike but i don't know if i necessarily believe that but we got a trailer for craven the hunter ATJ Aaron Taylor Johnson is Craven. Yeah, we were talking oh. about this before the podcast started. And first of all, I I I think his abs are photoshopped there. I think that whole image is photoshopped. Yeah. Yeah. But it was the best also, picture that I can find. Also, uh, for those of you who are watching, I'm not gonna play the trailer. We can't play the trailer, we'll be kicked off of YouTube. This is just the best picture that I could find. Also, I don't think in the trailer he ever wears that. He did acquire it at the end. He had something similar to it because the whole thing with, you know, uh, Craven is he has that the the huge lion's mane, right. um, you know, uh, coat or whatever. And he had he, it has something similar. It was very subdued. And it wasn't. I, I, I mean, I could watch it again, but it wasn't like that. I look, I liked the trailer. But I was telling you, I think the movie's going to flop just because it's Sony and they, besides Spider-Verse movies, um, they can't seem to make a good one. Also, people aren't really going to give it a fair shake regardless. This is going to be one that's going to get review bombed before people even see it, of course. I think so. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, how how could it possibly? It doesn't yeah. have. They they did not race or gender swap uh, the the lead, the main character. What could they possibly find wrong with it? Yeah. Um, you know what's funny is uh, there are articles I was reading was talking about how um, what God what's his name the guy who was in Gladiator Russell Crowe Russell Crowe seemed more like Craven than Aaron Taylor Johnson did he was bigger and more intense and stuff like that look I was telling you Aaron Taylor Johnson as far his intensity is really good I buy that but he's about. 50 to 75 to maybe 100 pounds too light. Interesting. You know, if you're looking at, you know, Craven from either the comics or from the cartoon, which I, I mine is based on the cartoons. I haven't read a, a Craven comic. I did once. I, uh, I wrote the, not wrote, whoa, definitely not trying to take credit for anything. I read the, uh, like what Craven's last hunt or, you know, something like that. I, I want to read that. Yeah. Um, I think I read it at the time on, on the digital, like Marvel app or mm-hmm. something like that. So I, I can't, unfortunately I'm not, uh, I, I'm not too helpful to you right now. I oh, know that's quite right. I'm sure I could pick it up at, you know, heroic adventures or twilight comics or, you know, Amazon, whoever knows, wherever. Wow, but, uh, you're so damn salty these days. I would I would never buy anything off of Amazon. Not not well. Let me take that back. I buy plenty of stuff off of Amazon. I would not buy a comic book off of Amazon. Thank that you. Way, that one I got two places to go. Support local comic book shops. What if though? Hold on. What if Twilight Comics has a page on Amazon? So instead of having to drive down there. They ship stuff off. What if what if that were the case? Then then buying off of Amazon's okay, correct? Hold on, I'm I'm looking right now. Uh, trust me, they don't. Be sure. That's that's that. Yeah, that's far too much technology. If they have eBay and that you can get stuff in like your pull list and they'll mail it to you. All right, so I did. I'm on Amazon. I did mm-hmm. a, a Google search for Twilight comic, not Google, an Amazon search for Twilight. Yeah, yeah. And the first one is uh, the first result, Twilight Fascination Volume One. It's Twilight Manga, and then it's Twilight Book Three, uh, which is from 1991. I don't even know. That looks weird. And then it's Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess Volume Six. Then it's Twilight Zone Volume One, Twilight Zone Shadow and Substance, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think you're onto something. Yeah. As much as I hate to say it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm eager for I was intrigued, dare I say, impressed that when the Craven the Hunter trailer came out, it was red band. Oh, yeah. Like it was red with blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he gets a little violent. A little bit. I mean, you probably have to if you're going to be a hunter. Yeah. You can't just be over there like. Mr. Lion, will you come over here? I've got some marshmallows. Well, and that's the you know what's funny about it. That is, you don't. His oh yes, he's a hunter. I think this is how they're going to play it. He's a hunter, but he hunts people. He hunts bad guys. Yeah, because he didn't shoot the lion. And Craven in the comic books, or the or I'm not comic books, or definitely the cartoon, definitely would have shot that lion. Now maybe it's because he, as he was a kid, then he was scared or whatever. But I have a feeling in the movie he's not going to hunt animals. 
I like, look, this is a different take. Um, so I'm not necessarily like, I like pooping on the idea or anything like that. I, I don't, I don't poop. Um, I need to get that looked at. I've heard, but, uh, <laughs> but like it, in, in the world where we have like not, not humanized or maybe, maybe humanized is the right word, but like villains. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like Craven is a man, you know, and, but he's also a very violent man. Yes. And he's one of, um, one of Spider-Man's most dangerous foes. So I don't know. And again, the, I think my biggest issue with these Sony live action Spider-Man movies is like, where are they going? I was just going to mention that. Cause you know, I, like, I, yeah. is, is Aaron Taylor Johnson ever going to uh, face off with Tom Holland? No, I don't think so. It's not going to happen, man. And I don't even think that, cause there was rumors of that. Well, they could bring back Andrew Garfield's. And have that, but I don't. I don't see that happening either. I would almost say like you'd almost have to do it like the comic. You would need someone older, mm-hmm. you know, between Aaron Taylor Johnson and Russell Crowe's age. Like you would need somebody who's in their forties. Yeah, uh, and and it'd have to be Tobey Maguire. Yeah, you'd have to have like two vets who've been doing it on opposite sides of the world for twenty something years. And I mean, like that would be intriguing. Like, look, people would. I'm very confident people will show out for another Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. Yeah, maybe. Really? I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Obviously, anything like that. It depends on on obviously the movie and the plot and and who's doing it. I was looking up. uh, You know, Andrew Garfield is not as young as we think he might be. I think he's he's closer to our age. Yeah, he's 39. So I think he could do it too. Well, yeah. but I, I'm not disagreeing, but I, I do think that across the board, like, well, maybe not across the board. There's still Spider-Man 3, but like the mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was a bit more beloved than Andrew Garfield. Don't get me wrong. I really liked Andrew Garfield as like his Spider-Man movies. Take take the the over, I guess, overstuffed. You know, Amazing Spider-Man two that had way more in it than it needed. Like you, you thin some of that out, and I think it's a really good movie. But yeah, instead, no. it, it was like we got uh, uh, Jamie Fox, and and mm-hmm. we got oh, we got the pick a villain. We got the basement of villain origins. Yeah. Now I mentioned that Craven. You know the red band trailers, and there was blood. You know what else? There had a lot of blood in Mike. Mm. Watch this one this past week. Renfield. I started watching it, and then I completely forgot about it. I would, you know, I I really didn't know what to expect other than like those black and white scenes at the at the beginning when they were mm-hmm. explaining like Renfield's history with Dracula. That looked like straight out of the Bella Lugosi. Uh, you know, black and white old oh, yeah. Universal monster movies, um, and then, of course they evolved. And I, I can't remember if I said it to you or said it to best friend of the show, Josh. But there was a point in that movie when Nick Cage went full Nick Cage, and I was like, I'm here for it. Like it was yeah. phenomenal. Uh, a lot of fun, laughs. Um, 
at, at unexpected times. Like, yeah, it was, it was bloody and violent, but in a way that like Deadpool. Oh, know, okay. It, and I'm not necessarily like equating it to, no, to no. Deadpool, but in that similar tone where it's bloody and violent, but also kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a little bit of love story in there. So you heard it here first on Nerd United, folks. Renfield equal Deadpool. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll have to finish it. Like I said, I started watching it and then I just I moved on to other stuff and kind of lost, not lost interest, but forgot about it. So what else we got? I think the last thing, at least on my list, Mike, you tell me if there's something you want to talk about. But the last thing that I had to talk about is I saw I saw this little gem earlier today. And it's hard to think we're at the end of June already, which means we're only a handful of weeks away from San Diego Comic-Con. But if you own a ticket or a wristband or however it works there for San Diego Comic-Con, you might go there thinking, this is going to be a little underwhelming. And this is why. Marvel, Netflix, Sony, HBO, and Universal all are skipping San Diego Comic-Con. This is from uh, a report from Variety. And now they say, the, the headline says, as Fest faces another existential threat. Realistically, I mean, what's left? DC? And I I think DC's there they do their own thing now the or they the, they used to, did they do it this year the what the fandom world of DC or whatever it is fandom yeah I mean they were doing that in the pandemic I don't know if they're still yeah but it's like I I, I, I don't it, know it, go ahead oh I was gonna say I don't know if, if Comic Con's going to be as big as as it has in the past even even if like. I would say even if they were going there, but it's more of like, look, uh, DC is big enough to do their own thing. They're, they're big enough to put their own convention on. Marvel's big enough to put their own convention on. You know, or Disney. You know, D twenty three. They all they don't have to go to Comic Con anymore. And I think that's what it. But you know, in, in its heyday, and I really do think that uh, I really think that Comic Con has peaked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, and and so I also think that it evolved very quickly from its uh, origins. You know, like it, it it wasn't that many years ago. I, mean, I guess you know, in the grand scheme of things, but but it wasn't that many years ago where it was like comic books. It was largely populated by comics mm-hmm. creators, vendors, and and comic publishers. So like Marvel would be there, or DC would be there, but you know they'd be showcasing. Hey, this is what's coming out in the next right. year, comic book wise. They'd be getting you excited about that. Now, I mean, it, it took such a drastic leap. I think, and again, I say this as someone who's who's never been. I know you used to go regularly, of course, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, like there was always the, and I really think that it was maybe when like Avengers, like the first Avengers, mm-hmm. was coming out. That was like when it peaked, like the Hall H stuff, and and uh, like I don't want to stand all day. If if I was going to San Diego, like, I don't want to stand all day in the heat to maybe get a seat inside Hall H. Like it'd be cool, but I kind of look at it going to Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, like going to like Disney World. Like I want to move. I want to be you know I, I want to be up doing things, walking around. Uh, 
like when we went to Disney World a couple months back, we tried to find sh- short lines for rides, you know, which is, of course, sometimes unavoidable. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like to see more things like I don't want to s- wait all day for, for one event when I could be, you know, a- even if it's quote unquote lesser things, uh, you know, but just to go around, like see, see some of the independent um uh, comic publishers, you know, things like this. Some of some of the ones outside of the big two, I don't know. Uh, it, I think, I think uh, San Diego comic-con has peaked. Um, and, and I don't know, maybe some of these bigger studios will come back one day, but it's, that's a, that's a big hit. I feel like to, to that, I don't know, industry or, or to that event to have so many studios be like, hmm, we don't really need to anymore. Yeah, it should be pointed out, too, that according to the article, the reason that there are not going to be there isn't necessarily because they can go do their own thing. That was just I, I'd mentioned that. But right. it's because of the, the writer's strike. They're kind of like in solidarity with the writer's strike. And, and they even said with the potentially upcoming uh, actor strike or is it I think it was actor, actor or director, but I think it was actor strike. So let's find out. But yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Comic Con, the like uh, going there, it used to be like, as I said, I went there all the time. Um, you would go there, like, you, they, you would stand in, in you know, long line for, to get into Hall H, but that's because there would be a new trailer and that trailer wouldn't get debuted on, for another couple months all night. Right. But now it gets leaked a lot of times, it, get le- it gets leaked pretty immediately online. So. Yeah, th- there's just no, uh, as they say, the bloom is off the rose. Mm-hmm. So I don't have anything else, Mike. Do you have anything else that you want to talk nope. about? That is it. I mean, we well, I thought this was going to be a quote unquote quick episode and it still went an hour and change. But uh, that's right. Yeah. Um, are, you have house guests. Are they still mm-hmm. awake? Oh, of course. Yeah, this this oh. one is the, this is the, the night owl one. It'd be like um, like back in the day when when. We were, cause I don't know how many times you like went and stayed the night at a friend's house, probably quite a bit, but it was always like 11 o'clock's nothing to us. Oh, yeah. You know, like yeah. One, two, sometimes three in the morning type of thing. Uh, I remember in, in high school when I go crash at a friend's house, I'd be like, we're sitting up there watching like Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah. And, like the, the almost uncensored Jerry Springer stuff that, that was on after midnight. So, uh, yes, yeah. Back in the day when we got kicked off the streets for breaking curfew. Oh. Do you ever get pulled over for breaking curfew when you're walking? No. One, I wasn't walking around that much. I would have been driving and. Before you had a license, Mike. Come on, man. Uh, the, no, okay. Before I had a license, I wasn't. I, I wouldn't be walking around late because what, what, what was curfew like? 11? In New Baden, it was like nine, I think, at one okay, point in the nine. summer. Oh, okay, so, yeah. Well, hang on the line because I've got a fun after the show story to tell oh. you. All right. Uh, and for everybody else out there, hey, if you're joining us on YouTube, make sure that you hit that like, hit that subscribe button because I feel like this is fun and we could probably do more of it. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably have to coordinate things and not say, hey, Mike, do you want to put this on YouTube? Like, 30 seconds before kind of starting, which leaves me scrambling to find all the pictures and images that you enjoyed. Um, but yeah, well, we'll do it. We'll have some fun. And uh, Mike couldn't do the show without you. Uh, not this version of yeah. the show. 
I mean, I, uh, you I, could I, easily do the show without me. No, no, I I can talk with creators without you, but I can't do this version of the show without yeah. you. You could talk about yourself though. I mean, you're just saying that because I almost do anyway. <laughs> you're good at it. So, you know, Your words, yeah. Your words, yeah. But I I enjoy you being here. I missed you these last few weeks, so it's good to good to look at your handsome face. Just uh, you smack that microphone a lot. I uh, yeah. Well, yeah. You know I what I realized? Have, uh, I still have home. a windscreen. I'm going to be in your neighborhood this week. I'm going to stop by and bring you a windscreen to, to cover that. I'm not, if I'm not there, put it in the mailbox. I will, um, people will be very confused. Nah, like, nah, not really. What is this foam black condom doing in here? No, I don't. Oh, actually, <laughs> you know what? I don't think you could put stuff in mailboxes. Oh. Or I don't know. We'll leave, leave it at the steps or something. I'll, we'll figure it out. Who cares? Okay. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great to be back here on YouTube. We haven't done a YouTube show uh, in a long time. So, uh, uh, and, and of course, we still have the audio version for all of you who don't have YouTube on your phones. Like, who who does that? Anyway, uh, great, great to have you here. Great to, for Mike to be here. I'm Greg Mahachko. He is the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. This is Nerd United, a Jittery Monkey podcast, where we remind you each and every week that five heart. Nope different show uh we remind you each and every week to be kind and stay frosty oh i see that you stole that from the other show also rewind fair this is a production of the jittery monkey podcast network for more jittery shenanigans go to jitterymonkey.com